Come on, let's lift our voice to Jesus. Come on, just lift up your voice. Exalt the King of Kings. Come on, declare a spirit in the house that the Lord is worthy of praise. Come on, just take about 15 seconds and lift up the name of Jesus. Come on, just lift up the name of Jesus. God, we exalt you. We praise you. We lift you up. God, we worship you, Jesus. We worship you, Jesus. Come on, I don't know what you came for in the house, but the Lord is here. I said the Lord is here. The Lord is here. The Lord is here. The Spirit of the living God is in the house. Oh, yes, 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 yes. Come on, chains can break in the house right now. Come on, miracles can begin to unfold in the house right now. Come on, breakthroughs and oppressing into a dimension of the supernatural can happen right now in the house. By the lifting of your voice, by the lifting of your hands. In the name of Jesus, in the name of Jesus. Amen, amen. If you feel the Lord in the house, somebody shout praise the Lord. Amen. Clap your hands with everything you got. My God, it feels good in the house right now. I said, this is what it feels like to be in the presence of the king. Come on, this is what it feels like to be in an atmosphere of the spirit. Come on, this is not just church, this is the house. This is the house of the living God. Amen, amen, and we are glad to be in the house. We are glad to be in his presence. Amen, there's something that's brewing in the spirit, and I'm just glad to be a part of it this morning. Amen, anybody glad to be in church? Come on, put a smile on your face and say, I'm glad to be in the God's house. Amen, 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 amen. God is good to us. Amen, and I love the spirit that I feel in this edifice of worship. Amen, amen. I've come a long way hailing from the deep, humid, drenched south. The land of big mosquitoes and crawfish and boudin balls. Y'all don't even know what that is. Praise God. Amen. But I, I'm glad to be in the Northwest this morning. Amen. A revival is still happening in the Northwest. Anybody believe revival is still happening in the Northwest? Amen. 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 Amen, amen. I love this church. I have been a secret fan for a long time. Amen. I've been a church groupie, praise God. Amen. Because you, you have built here and are part of a great, great church and led by your leadership, Pastor Mayo and his family. Amen. Amen. Pastor Mayo and his family. Amen. Amen. I've not only been a fan of this church, but I am a fan of him. He is a radical revivalist. Amen. He's a soul winner, and he loves people. And if you ask me, that sounds like the formula of a great man of God to me. Amen. Amen. Anybody love your pastor, his family? Amen. You ought to thank God for your shepherd. Amen. Amen. I give honor to him in this church this morning. I give honor to my pastor, who is no stranger to this church. Amen. Don't worry, I don't stand on top of pulpits. Amen. Amen. He is a phenomenal man of God. I appreciate him, love him, pray for him. If you get the time in your spare time of prayer, to lift him up. Amen. I'm here. Amen. On assignment by God, I feel the Lord in the house. Amen. I was in prayer seeking God for this service. This is the first of three. 
Amen. And I've been asking for monitor because I, I, I need my voice to make it to 7 o'clock tonight. Praise God. Amen. And um, I, I'm here on assignment by the Lord this morning. Amen. There's no accidents in the kingdom of God. Amen. There's no accidents. Amen. To all the visitors that are in the house, we are so glad you are here. Amen. We are so glad you are here. Let's give the visitors a hand clap. Amen. Amen. We are glad that you are here. It's no accident that you are here. But I will say this, because God has ordained for you to be here this morning, know that he's also planned and ordained for you to be here the next time the doors are open. Amen. And I, I, I'm just a visitor just like you, and so if you don't like the way I preach, and my style of preaching doesn't fit your fancy, and whatever I say today doesn't make sense, you come back next week, and you hear the pastor preach. Praise God, because I'm visiting just like you. Amen. Amen. But God has something for us in the house, Isaiah 22 and 23, for your consideration, Isaiah 22 and 23. I'll also be bringing your attention to Psalms 127 and 1, Psalms 62 and 6. Amen. If for whatever reason I, I get out of hand this morning, my wife is not here to keep me in check. Amen. She's home this morning with our eight-month-old boy, Bryson James Williamson. He's teething right now. Lord, help me. And so, and so they did not make the trip with me. They, they trip typically travel everywhere that I go. I do not like leaving them home. I love my wife dearly, love my family dearly. Amen. So just pray for a brother this morning. I'm a little depressed, but... Amen, amen. But God is good. Somebody say, God is good. Amen. Isaiah 22 and 23, when you have it, say amen. Amen. If you don't have it, just look at the screen and nod your head. Amen. The word of the Lord says, and I will fasten him as a nail. Everybody shout nail. Come on, shout it again. Shout nail. As a nail in a sure place, and he shall be. For a glorious throne to his father's house. Psalm 127 begins to talk about this house. Psalmist wrote, except the Lord built the house. Except the Lord built the house, they labor in vain that build it. Except the Lord keep the city. Anybody thankful for God placing a church in this city? Except the Lord keep the city. The watchman waketh but in vain. And Psalm 62 and 6, David declares, He only is my rock and my salvation. He is my defense. And there's a spirit that I pray gets a hold of you this morning and gets deep down in your bones. David says, I shall not be moved. I'll tell you what I felt in prayer this morning. I pray, I pray that God helps me with the power of the Holy Ghost to declare and deliver a message to this congregation. I've never been here before. I am not, not keen on the details of the origins, the buildings, the facets of the church. We've only speak, spoken briefly. But I, I will tell you this. There, there's a spirit of increase and growth that's happening right now in Liberty Lake. There's a spirit. God is doing something right now in this region. He's doing something right now in this church. And I, I, I pray that every saint that's in this house, that's a member of this congregation, every visitor, that God wants you to be a part of this congregation. I pray that this message gets deep down in your spirit because God is doing something great and he wants you to be a part of it. Amen. I know, see, this season of time has been rough. I know life has been difficult. But I want to tell you that God wants you to be a part of this church. Come on, if you feel the Holy Ghost right now, if you want the Lord to speak to you, come on, lift up your voice in the house. Come on, lift up your voice in the house. God, I want to be steadfast, unmovable. 
In the name of Jesus, come on, there's something that's pressing in the spirit right now. Come on, there's a growing in the spirit that's happening right now. Come on, come on, pray in the Holy Ghost right now. In the name of Jesus, in the name of Jesus, in the name of Jesus. Amen. There is a search taking place this morning. There is a pressing, there is a thronging of the Spirit of God that's moving. And there's a search by the hand of God. God is searching for people to be a part of the building process. And I want to preach with the help of the Holy Ghost. If the Lord would help me if you can help me. I want to preach about God's search for nails. Somebody turn to your neighbor and ask them, are you a nail? Come on, say it again. Are you the nail that God is looking for? Amen. One more time, clap your hands unto the Lord. Lift up your voice and thank him. Amen. God bless you in the field of the Lord. You may be seated in Jesus' name. Amen. Everybody shout nails. God search for nails. I'm so glad this morning. I'm glad what we feel in the house. Anybody glad for the spirit of God that's been moving in the house this morning? And not only am I glad to be a part of what's happening in the spirit, but I'm glad to be a part of God's church. This is not, this is not your typical run-of-the-mill church. This is God's church. This edifice, Cornerstone, is an edifice of worship, and God has put his stamp of approval on this house. I just want to tell you, I'm glad to be a part of God's house. I don't know about you this morning. I'm glad somebody let me in and didn't kick me out because I'm glad to be a part of God's house. Yeah, I'm glad to be a part of God's house. And Psalm 127 and 1 tells us that except the Lord builds the house, they, people, us, labor in vain in the building process. Except the Lord keep this city, our labor, our efforts are in vain. But I want to tell you that God is very much a part of what's happening in this house right now. Anybody believe that this morning? When Isaiah begins to talk about the fastening of the nail, it brings to mind and begins to cause my mind to think about the nail. Everybody shout the nail. The nail is an interesting object. It is an interesting case study because if you begin to think about buildings in the modern understanding of building, you would understand that there is no building that we construct and fabricate in today's society that's somewhere within the structure. There are nails. Everybody shout nails. There are nails in the joints and the framings of the walls that are fitly fastened and holding that building, that structure together. But it was not always that way. You begin to think, well, when did nails begin to originate? And some would make the inference that maybe nails begin to originate when men begin to build. But the only issue with that inference is that in man's history from Adam's day to now, that, that in the earliest times of mankind's history, they learned to build without nails. They began to fashion their homes with tents and with ropes and driving stakes into the ground. And then they began to advance building with mortar and clay adobe and building of bricks. And they came to a conclusion. It was some 3400 B.C. that the Egyptians realized that if you're going to build a structure that it would be much stronger if it had nails in the structure. It's all right if I just take my time a little while. I'm just going to talk a little bit. We're going to preach in a second if that's all right. And they realized that through the building of nails, using bronze nails, that the structure 
of the building would be much stronger if it had nails. I've come to deliver a word in the house this morning because God is looking for nails. I want to tell you, you're not here by an accident. I want to tell you, God did not save you by accident. God, God is purposeful in everything that he does, and right now, God is building and doing something in this church. And I just come to tell you in the house of the Lord, God is looking for nails. And not only nails, he's looking for strong nails to build a strong church. Oh, I feel like preaching right now. I don't know if you can hear what I'm telling you, but I want to tell you that despite what the devil tells you, God wants you to be a part of everything that's happening at Cornerstone this morning. I said God is looking for strong women, and God is looking for strong men, and God's looking for strong young people, and God's looking for strong children. God's looking for strong nails to build a strong church. I said if the Lord builds the house, except the Lord builds the house. The labor is in vain, but God is looking for nails. Oh, somebody shout nails. I said God is looking for nails. He's looking for nails, but you think about nails and something comes to mind. There's an idea that nails are inanimate objects. Lying there still lifeless without life, a nail lying down seems to have no purpose. Somebody shout purpose. A nail seems to have no purpose lying still without breath, without life. But we serve a God that can take nothing and do the impossible. We serve a God that can take a nobody and turn them into a saint of God. We serve a God that can take the fabrics of nothing and turn your life around and give you a new name and change your world and rearrange your furniture and I don't know if God did what for you, what he's done for me, but God can take you out of the pit of obscurity, and God can change your family. He can remind. I feel the Holy Ghost right now. And so a nail is just a nail. Unless the carpenter takes the nail and begins to define its purpose. I'm going to say it one more time for the church in the back just in case you don't understand what I'm telling you. I said you might feel like uh, every voice that the devil's lying to you and telling you uh, is the truth. Uh, that you can never be used in the kingdom of God. Uh, you'll never get your life right. Uh, you will always be stuck in a rut. Uh, but I've come to reaffirm and tell the devil in his face uh, that he's still a liar. Uh, and if God has given you purpose uh, and if God has called you uh, and if God has ordained you, uh, ain't not one devil in hell uh, that can change the will, uh, the plan, the call, uh, and the and the purpose of God. A nail is just a nail until the carpenter gets a hold of you. I said you're just a man until the spirit of God gets on the inside of you. You're just a woman until God does something. My God, I feel the Holy Ghost. So you can stay there without potential if you want to. But God's called me. But God loves me. But God can change me. Oh, if God's done something in you, you ought to praise him and say, God, I want to be the nail. I want to be the nail. I want to. Hey, hey, are there any nails in the house that say, God, I want to be in your will. God, I want to do your will, your purpose, your plan, your way. Oh, clap your hands and lift up your voice. Uh, any nails in the church? Uh, any nails in the house? Uh, any? Is this all right this morning? Yeah. God's looking for nails. Somebody shout nails. But I, I've, come, I've come to preach a clear word to help you understand exactly where we are right now because if you want to be a nail, you got to understand the life that comes along with being a nail. 
It's all right if I just preach like I feel like preaching. Yeah, anybody in the house wants to be used for the glory of God? Come on, anybody want God to increase in your family and your finances? Uh, if you need God to pull you out of addiction, I'm talking to you right now. God's looking for nails. But, somebody say but. There's a contingency clause associated with the life of the nail. Yeah, Because I, I hear people say, Lord, whatever you want me to do, I'll do it. Wherever you want me to go, I'll go. God, God just put me, put me where you want me to be. But can I just tell you that sometimes God fastening you and putting you where he wants you to be uh, might not be what you want. Uh-huh. Let the church say amen. Yeah, yeah because we, we, like, we like good life. Yeah, we like for things to be going great. We like, we like rainbows and lollipops and a box of Lucky Charms to go with my meal. You, just, you like for life to be just perfect. If you're going to be a nail, you got to understand that God sends the nails through the process. Can I preach about it for a little while? Because you got to understand that because the nail is inanimate, when the carpenter picks it up, it then becomes a part of movement and changing. And sometimes change doesn't feel good. Sometimes when God begins to do things in your life and, and begins to put you through hardship uh, and begins to change things in your life uh, and you don't understand what's going on, sometimes, sometimes uh, it's not exactly what you thought it would be. But that, that, that is a part of being the nail because the nail is subject to the first law of physics. And the first law of physics says that an object, an object at rest will stay at rest until it is enacted upon by an outside and unbalanced force. Now, you, don't, you might not understand what that means, but the last time I checked, uh, the kingdom of God suffered violence. And the violence taketh by force. Can I just tell you, if you're going to do it God's way, uh, it's not going to be the easy way. Uh, last time I checked, uh, if living for God was easy, uh, everybody would be here right now. Uh, but it takes strong men uh, and strong women uh, with a gall in their spirit, uh, with a grit in their mind uh, to say, you know what? Uh, everything in my world is not perfect right now, uh, but I'm still going to be here. Uh, everything in my life uh, is not pretty right now, uh, but I'm still going to serve. I'm still going to serve the Lord. Can I, can I just preach? I feel the Holy Ghost in my bones right now. Y'all, yeah, yeah, but you got to understand uh, that when you sign up to be the nail, uh, when you sign the contract uh, of salvation, uh, life, life doesn't get better overnight. Uh, you got to go through some stuff. Uh, but I'd rather go through hell with God uh, holding my hand uh, than going through hell by myself. Uh, I'd rather go through darkness uh, with the shepherd uh, holding my hand uh, than walk in the valley uh, by myself. Uh, because though I walk uh, in the valley of the shadow of death, uh, I will fear no evil uh, because the shepherd, uh, the carpenter, uh, he's walking with. Hey, I need three people to say uh, it's been rough, uh, but God's still here. Uh, it's been tough, uh, but God's still here. Uh, it's been dark, but God. But God is still. I got to get going. I got a lot to cover. Is this all right this morning? Yeah, you sign up to be the nail. You got you to understand what you're signing up for because the nail is subject to the frictions of the force of the beating of life. Oh, yeah, somebody say amen. You've been trying to figure out what is going on in my world. Why aren't things working out? I'm praying. I'm fasting. I'm being consecrated, devoted, and consistent. But every time I turn around, it looks like life is getting darker and darker. And my world is taking blow after blow and beating after beating. My bills ain't matching up to my income. And my family, we all messed up. But I've come to tell you that's a part of being the nail. You've got to learn that. 
Now, you're going to get some days uh, that ain't what you want it to be like. Uh, but if you can hold on, uh, I said, but if you can hold on, uh, I said, but if you can. Oh, I pray three people hear what I'm telling you. But if you can hold on through the beating, uh, and you can hold on through the pressing, uh, and you can hold on through the frictions, uh, the forces and complexions uh, of life, uh, you're going to find out uh, that God's trying to make you a nail uh, in a sure place. I'm preaching to some people, uh, you going through some stuff, uh, and you saying, God, uh, what in the world, uh, what in God's name are you doing? Uh, I'll tell you what he's doing. Uh, he's driving your faith uh, a little bit deeper. Uh, he's strengthening your spirit. Uh, he... yeah. It's not the will of God to break you. He's trying to fasten you. God's not trying to destroy you. He's trying to grow you. He's trying to refine something in you. And you got to learn in your spirit. You got to get something in your spirit. You got to be tough enough to take it. I, oh, my God, help me. I, I, I just, can I just talk to you plainly? For those that don't understand the vernacular of what I'm saying, let me help you out a little bit. In order for you to be a saint of God, you got to understand the world and the pressings and the darkness that comes along with being a child of God. And if you are going to make it, the Bible says in Matthew 23 that he that endured to the end, Matthew 24 and 13, he that endure to the end, the same shall be saved. Well, what, what do you mean? Sometimes you just got to endure the hard stuff. Is this, am I preaching to anybody right now? Uh, if you're going to be saved, you have to learn how to endure. Mm -hmm. You got to learn to endure because, you know, I, I, I'm preaching about nails and everybody wants to be a nail, but the problem, everybody's not a nail. Let the church say amen. I'm not coming to make enemies. I just come to help somebody. You got to find out if you're going to be the nail or not. Because everybody wants to be the nail, but you got to realize uh, it takes a grown man, a grown woman uh, with a mind of tenacity and stubbornness to be a nail. And it's stubborn folks in the house. Don't look at your wife. I'm talking to you. <laughs> yeah. You got to have a stubborn spirit to be a nail. Uh, you see, because there's a, there's a great polarity. I'm going I'm to be good in the house. There's a great polarity of the people that come to church. It's Brother Mayo, I've been in church long enough to know that everybody don't come for the same reason. Is that all right this morning? Everybody, everybody don't come for the church for the same reason. You know, there's a, there's a great polarity in the people that show up. You know, some folks just come just to come. Somebody say, uh-huh. And some folks come because they want to be saved. I got any folks like that in the house right now? Yeah? Yeah, some folks just come to see what kind of dress you're wearing, what kind of suit you got on, and smell your cologne. They just come to show up and spectate. But some folks come to be a part and participate in the building process. I'm going to say it again uh, on this side in case you didn't hear me. Uh, some folks come uh, because they want to be takers. Uh, what can you do for me? Uh, what can you hand out for me? Uh, how can you help me? Uh, and some folks say, uh, I just want to be a giver uh, in the house of God. Uh, I want to give God my life. Uh, I want to give God my praise. Uh, I want to give God my sacrifice. Uh, I want to give God my offering. Or some folks just come to tear stuff down. The devil didn't like that one. But there's some people in here that you want to be a part of this because you want to help build something up. And this polarity to me in my mind is the tail of the nail and the thumbtack. I feel good right now. Anybody going to help me preach? Anybody? Anybody? Yeah? 
everybody wants to be a nail, but you got to be careful with the wheats and the tares because they'll fool you sometimes. The nail and the thumbtack are similar in their nature, but one is an imposter. Yeah. So you look at the flattened round head. Let me get this one for those with, not with 2020 vision. The flattened head of the nail in the wall has the same resemblance in appearance as the flattened head of the thumbtack in the wall. But the last time I checked, the Bible tells us, Lord help me, that some have the form of godliness. But they deny the power. They don't want to submit to the spirit. They don't want to be obedient to the will, the man of God, and the house of God. Oh, I feel like preaching right now. Having the form of godliness, the appearance of godliness. But you got to be careful in what kind of man you're going to be. You got to realize, I want to be a nail, and I don't want to be a thumbtack. Can I, can I preach about the nail and the thumbtack? Because there's a great difference. Nails and thumbtacks are not the same because you'll realize that when nails and thumbtacks are under the same certain circumstances, the nails and the thumbtacks don't respond the same. Man, I feel the Holy Ghost right now. Because when you begin to pull on the boards and begin to shake the wall and you begin to put a little bit of friction and force and you apply it to the nail and the thumbtack, you'll find out that that nail is driven deep. There's something about his spirit. There's something about the faith of a saint of God that their mind is made up. There's something about somebody that's rooted and planted in God. They're transplanted like the tree that's planted by the water and they're saying, I can't be moved. Oh, but the thumbtack. But the thumbtacks, you begin to pull on that thumbtack, it ain't staying in very long. Yeah, the wind gets to blow and the storm gets to rise and, uh, and the thumbtack saints find every reason and excuse uh, to miss church. Uh, they're trying to find every reason they can uh, to step out of the threshold uh, of the covenant of God. Am I preaching anybody yet? Uh, oh yeah, nails and thumbtacks uh, are not the same uh, because nails, nails, uh, they say you know what, uh, I'm going to be here no matter what. Uh, but thumbtacks, uh, they always got a plan B. Uh, if he preaches like that one more time, uh, I'm leaving. Uh, Sister May, I'm trying to be good. There, yeah, yeah, you got to realize nails and thumbtacks are not the same because you got to realize they say when the tough gets, when the going gets tough, the tough gets going. But I'd rather say when things get tough, the tough stay here. I'm going to say it again. You got to make up in your mind. I don't care what comes against me. I don't care what's going on in my family. I don't care what I'm dealing with. I'm staying right here. My spirit is unshakable. My spirit is unmovable. My family, we ain't leaving. My church is my church. This is my house and this is my God. I feel the Holy Ghost all over my neck right now. Yeah, there's a great difference between nails uh, and thumbtacks. Uh, can I let you, let you in on a little secret this morning? Uh, nails love good preaching. I'll go even further. Nails love bad preaching. Because nails understand that it's the foolishness uh, of preaching uh, that's going to save my children. Uh, it's the foolishness uh, of preaching uh, that's going to get you out of a crack addiction. Uh, it's the foolishness uh, of preaching uh, that's going to pull you out of hell's grips uh, and pull you out of the pit. Uh, that Oh, yeah, you know what? Nails, they just say amen. They don't even know what the preacher's saying, but they say amen. It don't matter if you like what I'm preaching. Nails, say amen.
Oh, you ought to try right now. Just say amen. Let your spirit agree with the word of God and say, God, do something in me. God, move something in me. I want to be stronger. I want to be wiser. Oh God, I feel the Holy Ghost. That's nails, but not thumbtacks. See, thumbtacks don't like preaching like this. No, they like you to rub their feet. Massage my back, preacher, please. Give me a good word, a good sermonette. I just want to tell you, I'm not the most polished preacher. I'm not, I don't even care if it's as simple as... I don't know what. But 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 thumbtacks, they like they like the word to be coddled just to them. Oh, please don't preach on sin. Please don't preach on holiness. Please, please don't say the H word. But I'm trying to keep you from the H word right now. I'm telling you because there's flames of torment uh, that if you don't make up your mind to be a nail, uh, it's reserved for thumbtacks. Uh, but there's some people in the house that say, uh, I'm on my way to the other H word. Uh, I got my mind made up. Uh, I'm going to heaven. Uh, I'm going to heaven. Uh, and I'm going to endure. Uh, I'm going to stay. Uh, I'm not leaving. Uh, I'm not quitting uh, because I'm a nail. Second Timothy 4 and 3, I'll tell you what a thumbtack is. A thumbtack is the same spirit that Timothy was writing about. In 2 Timothy 4 and 3, he said, for the time will come when they will not endure. Somebody shout endure. If you're going to be a nail, you got to learn how to endure. But thumbtacks, uh, they don't know how to endure. Uh, they don't want you to preach like this. Uh, they don't like preaching. Uh, they don't like the word of God to get in their business. Uh, but I'm telling you, uh, there's a time right now uh, where people, people can't stand uh, the pressure of truth. It said, for the time will come when they will not endure sound doctrine, uh, but after their own lust, they shall heat to themselves. Uh, they said, preach to me something good, preacher. Uh, don't hurt my feelings. Uh, don't tell me what's wrong with me. Uh, just, just, just help me. Just help me have financial wealth. Is this all right this morning? I know I'm a visitor, but teaching ears because they can't endure. But I want, a, I want a spirit to get on the inside of you. I want something to flow in this house and cornerstone. Uh, that some nails and some families rise up uh, and say, preacher, uh, you need to preach to me. Uh, matter of fact, preacher, uh, I want you to preach to me. Uh, preach to my soul. Uh, preach to my children. Uh, preach to my family. Uh, you can talk about sin. Uh, you can preach on hell. Uh, you can preach on holiness. Uh, and I'm still going to say amen. is I really want to be saved. Anybody really want to be saved? It's preaching like this. It's foolish uh, to walk around here carrying a nail, uh, but I pray this foolishness uh, will get you in that baptismal pool uh, after service. Uh, I pray this foolishness uh, will hit you uh, and the Holy Ghost touches your tongue uh, and you start speaking in tongues uh, just like the Bible says. Uh, I pray this foolishness uh, will get all up in your business uh, and get in your family uh, and you start living right. Uh, I pray this foolishness uh, will begin to drive your spirit uh, a little bit deeper uh, and your faith gets a little bit stronger uh, and your house gets a little bit stronger. Oh, somebody lift up your voice and praise God. I feel the Holy. I feel the Holy Ghost right now. Somebody lift up your hands in the house. I know it's rough, sister, but God's been trying to do something in you. I know you're going through a hard time trying to raise your children by yourself, but God's talking right to you. He's trying to make you a nail. I know you've been going through darkness, and you've been going through the forces and the beatings and pressings of life, but God's trying to drive something in your spirit. 
There's visitors here right now. You're trying to figure out what I'm preaching about. You don't even know why God has kept you from death three and four and five times. And you could have been dead on an overdose a long time ago. I'm talking to you right now. You could have been dead in your grave. But God let you be here by the grace of God because he knows there's something in your spirit. You're a trooper. You got grit. You got something on the inside of you, Brother Matt, that God saw something and said, that's a nail. And I want him in my house. That's a nail and I want him a part of my Brother Charles, you know why you're here? Because God saw you was a nail. I'm preaching to any, any, anybody, any first generation people in the house that God pulled you out of some stuff. God knew you was going to be a nail. You know how he saved the old crazy rock star like yourself? And the and me saying crazy, I'm not being disrespectful. Oh, you was right, though. Yeah, but you was crazy. <laughs> because he said, that's a nail. Yeah, yeah that, that, that young man, Rick Mayo, that's a nail. Yeah. That's a nail. He's going to build my house. He's going to build my church. And he's going to build my edifice. Not for just his house, but to save your house. Not for just your family. Hey, I want to be a nail that God will be pleased with. God, you can let the life and the world beat me, but I'm unshakable. I want to be a nail. I want to be a nail. Hey, hey, can I tell you in this atmosphere, uh, if you need a miracle, uh, you need a breakthrough, uh, I'll tell you what nails do. Uh, nails praise God uh, when they don't feel like it. Uh, nails praise God uh, when they bills ain't paid. Uh, nails praise God. You ought to take about 10 seconds and just praise God. Come on, let something drive deep in your spirit. Let this word get down in your bones, all the way down to your feet. Come on, God's doing something right now. Oh, something's happening right now. Oh, there's a spirit of tenaciousness. There's a spirit of stubbornness. They're saying, I'm going to hold on. I'm going to hold on. I'm going to. Hey. Come on, mama. You ought to praise God right now. Somebody ought to lift up your voice and say, I want to be a nail preacher. I want to be a nail preacher. I'm not a quitter. I don't give up. I'm not going to wear. I'm not a loser. I'm a nail. I'm a nail. I'm a nail. I'm almost done. I need five minutes and 45 seconds. For the mayo. I drove up, thank God for Brother Matt, he's going to drive me to every service. We drove up, and I saw that building, and I just thank God. I thank God, I thank God what he's doing here. Anybody excited what's happening here? But it's going to take more, more than excitement. To let that place be what God has ordained for it to be. Yeah. It's going to take more than just being excited. We got a new church building. Praise God. No, no. It's going to take some families because you got to understand how this thing works. God's not just looking for strong men and strong women. But the reason he's looking for strong women and strong men is because strong families build a strong church. The reason why God has to get your house together is so this house can be together. If every family in here was on the, was on the streets and, and not, not, they, couldn't, they couldn't make ends meet, uh, this church could not be blessed. But when God begins to beat on your house, God begins to work on your backslidden family. Oh, I feel the Holy Ghost right now. And God starts working on your children. I'm telling you, God, there's a cohesion and a framing of the nail that begins to happen. And God's saying, I'm doing something in your house so I can build my house. Except the Lord built the house. Except God does something in your life. Except God does something in your family. There will not be a house. 
Can I talk to the parents for a little while? It's all right if I talk to the parents. Parents, just preach for me with me for a little while. I see these kids running around here, and shame on anybody that say these kids they they need to they're they're a nuisance. Running around the sanctuary. Yeah, because if there's going to be a cornerstone church, we need another generation. I'm going to say it again. We need another generation. God's been blessing you. God's been good to you, daddy and mama. But you got to realize we need our children to be nails and not thumbtacks. You know what we ought to do, Brother Mayo? It ought to not be a service that your pastor runs off the platform and runs around a sanctuary and not about 20 brothers run right behind him because what he's doing, he's trying to teach the children of the house to be nails. He said, you know what? Nails, we're faithful people. Nails, we're don't let him run by himself. I said, Nails, we're worshipers. Nails, we're prayer warriors. And when the lights of the house of God are on, Nails get to the house. Nails show up to prayer meeting. Nails say, this is my house. This is my church. This is my Hit nails on this side. Hit nails on this side and say, this is my church. I want to be a part of this. Hit nails over here. Hold up some nails and say, I'm going to be steadfast, unmovable. Hit nails over here and say, my world is breaking by the marks. My soul is shaking, but my family is going to be. Oh, you ought to lift up your voice. Any nails in the house. Any nails in the house. My God, something's happening. Come on, let it flow. Come on, let something drive in your spirit. Let something work on your heart. Let something. Come on, don't let it die. Let the spirit work right now. Come on, you ought to start praying in the Holy Ghost right now. I bind every spirit of financial depression. I bind every spirit that's trying to tear families apart. I bind every spirit that's trying to pull families out of the church. I bind every spirit. I'll tell you what we need in here. We need the spirit of men. We need the spirit of women, of renown. I pray the spirit of Ruth get a hold of a mama in here right now. I pray something happens in your spirit. I pray pray a spirit of intercession begins to weld up in your bones because your baby is not at church right now. I pray something gets a hold of your mind because your backslidden family is not here right now. Am I preaching to anybody right now? You hear me? You hear this preacher? You hear me? There's something I like about the spirit of Ruth, of tenaciousness. Keep standing. I'm done preaching. There's a spirit of tenaciousness about her, Brother Marks. Ruth 1 and 15. We know it. We know it all too well. That Oprah and Ruth, the daughter-laws of Naomi, they had two choices. They had the choice to be a nail or they had the choice to be a thumbtack. And Oprah made up her mind, I'm a thumbtack saint. I'm going back. I don't want none of this. No, this lifestyle's not for me. But no, but there was something about Ruth. She had the same spirit like J.L. Heber's wife. Said, I'm a nail. Any strong women in the house? Said, I'm a nail. I'm preaching, I'm preaching to women. Your, your husband doesn't go to church right now, but you need to be the, the nail in your household. I, thought, I feel the Holy Ghost right now. But do you know what she said? There, got, there has to be. I'm telling you, I, 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 I'm preaching right now. I pray this gets down in your spirit. There has to be something in you that you have a tenacity, a, a gall, a grit to, to say, I don't care what happens. I'm going to be staying right here. Now, now listen, some of y'all don't know what that's like because God forbid you ever get in a street fight. You, you run as fast as you can run. But you got to get a fight in your spirit. <laughs> yeah, you want to know what a fight sounds like? 
Ruth said, entreat me. Don't, uh, please, I beg you, don't try to make me leave. Said, entreat me not to leave thee, nor to return from following after thee. She said, whether as thou go, I will go. Whether as thou lodge, I will lodge. Thy people shall be my people, and thy God, your God, our God. That's my God. This is my church. And we always stop right there. But do you know what she said next? This makes me just want to stand on top of my head if I could. She said, put it on the screen for them so they can see it. She said, Brother Earl, Brother Earl, she said, she said, whether where you die, they ought to kill me too. She said, and then when they bury you, I'm still going to be next to you. I'm not going nowhere. And that vernacular sounds poetic and beautiful in Ruth, in the writing of Ruth. But can I tell you what that really sounds like in 2021? What Ruth was saying, I don't care what happens, it's over my dead body. I ain't going nowhere. Over my dead body, you can't have my children. Over my dead body, you ain't having my family. Over my dead body, I'm not quitting. I'm not backsliding. You're going to have to kill me first. And if you kill me, I'm still going to be in the church. I'm still going to be buried in Christ. I'm still going to be. Hey, I said there's a nail in the house. Are you a nail in the house? Feel the Holy Ghost. Somebody ought to say, I refuse to quit. I refuse to back down. I refuse to leave without the Spirit. I refuse. I refuse. I refuse. I, I... That's it, Sister Priscilla. My boy, I refuse. I'm not letting it happen. I'm not letting it happen. I'm not letting it happen. Not on my watch, not on my time. I'm a nail, I'm a nail, I'm a nail, I'm a nail. I'm telling you, oh, I feel the Holy Ghost. There ought to be some nails. You find this altar and say, God, I pray you do something in my spirit. I got to make it. I got to hold on. I got to be strong. I want to be a nail. Come on, that's it. There's something. There's something brewing in the spirit. 